Hello, welcome back. It's your host, Jeremy Mountain, with another episode of Blue Mafia. Coming here on a hump day. We had to get it in. You know how we do. We gotta keep the train going. We can't stop. It's a long season. But we can't take off days if we want this team to win a Super Bowl. So, we're here. We got your five things that your boy is thinking about heading into this Thursday night prime time game in Foxborough. So let's get right into it. Von Miller is an absolute warrior of the highest order. He has a certain age-old leadership style that reminds us of some of the samurai, perhaps. Some of the chivalrous knights of the medieval times. The ancient code of warrior used to be in the DNA of football. Not so much anymore. But the best teams hold the keys to the code of the ancient warrior. And I was talking to my dad recently about the Bills and Celtics a little bit. Maybe we'll get into a little bit of that later in the winter once the Soupy Bowl is over. But we were talking about it, and he brought up a great point. And that was, you know, it took him a couple days to process, but he said that after seeing the video a few times and looking at the the emotion and, and look on Von Miller's face, it appeared to him almost as if Vaughn was already thinking about the next best action and how long is this going to take until I'm back out here. And that was echoed today, uh, or yesterday, on Vaughn's podcast. You can go find the video on on, uh, his pod. But he thinks he's going to be back by the Jets game. He thinks he's got to take some rest, meniscus. He thinks he can play. Ultimately, though, the fact that he's even considering it demonstrates the ancient warrior code. Number four, another warrior on this team that I can't speak highly enough and I don't really speak often about, and that is Sir Matt Milano. Milano has been an A1 premier pass coverage warrior linebacker since entering the 716 and ultimately it's clear that we're in for somewhat of a decision we have a lot of guys to pay and I think if it came down to it I think you get more back for Tremaine Edmonds in a trade at this point I don't know if there's ever going to be a time where Tremaine Edmonds is worth more. And do you keep Milano? Do you keep Oliver? I'm not the GM, so that's not my job. But if it came down to it, I think I might keep Milano and see if we can keep him in Buffalo. But maybe he doesn't want to be here. Maybe he wants to go out to the West Coast. Who knows? It all comes down to who really wants to be here. And ultimately... Jordan Poyer is another guy that it's probably going to come down to. Does he want to be here to take 
a contract that may not be top two, top three? Does he want to be in Buffalo? He says he hates the snow. It's going to be hard to see him go, but if 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 Poyer were to leave by choice, perhaps Milano and Edmonds both capable of staying around on the payroll. But the payroll's going up, and the Bills... I don't know how the salary cap works with regards to revenue and ratings, but the Bills should be getting some extra taxations taken off for all, all the entertainment they've been providing with the general Josh Allen and co. Number three, who's going to step up on the defense? You've heard me all year long talking about who's going to step up as a leader other than Josh Allen beginning of the year i said whose team is this is this josh's team is this mcdermott's is this vons is this Diggs? all four have practiced outstanding leadership and all four have demonstrated that it's all of their teams but you've seen alan take a injury you've seen von now going to be out for a few weeks Diggs, i have to think he's going to continue to step up but now who else is going to step up and here in the Blue Mafia family, we step up for our brothers and sisters when they're down. And when the finisher can't be in the game, but he's telling me that he's going to be in the game when it matters, we all need to become the finisher in his absence. So who's going to step up? That's what I'll be watching for this Sunday. And another one, I don't know if he's going to be out there much. Number two here, JB, John Smoke Brown, returning to the team. I love it. He's got to be fresh. We don't need him for much. He's got to know Josh pretty well. He's got to be a little bit rusty. But ultimately, I still think that he's going to make a huge difference to this team. He's got to be fresh. That's all I got to say. Number one here, looking at Thursday night. I've been talking about it all year long. Who, what is, I've been talking about it all year long. The run game. I've been asking for more Devin. We've gotten more Devin. But ultimately, we may throw for 400 yards if if what we saw last year was a product of Ken Dorsey and Josh Allen and not a product of Brian Dable knowing his former emperor. So don't be so uh, sure that we're just going to bust off Belichick's doors because don't forget that Brian Dable was his understudy and it was perhaps maybe a little bit of Dable's sauce that helped us figure out the Patriots but ultimately this is going to be a dogfight and you don't want to fall into the trap of playing Bill's game but great teams can win in many different ways and as I've said many times here the trend of football is 80s toughness execution ingenuity but physical, tough football. And then we'll beat you over the top. 
We'll be back tomorrow with the pregame dump. I haven't been dropping the articles too much, trying to get as many podcasts as I can out there, but obviously each week I do drop the hashtag book it prediction. Been pretty close on those. We'll still do our implications picks on Saturday. And last week we went four and one again. Took a risk on a Raj, but hey, it is what it is. We're doing it for fun. Hope you're having fun. Appreciate you listening. Tell somebody to give us a listen. Give us a shout. Appreciate it. Love you. Have a good weekend.